All right, welcome into this edition of Road Tripping with RJ and Channing. I'm your host, Allie Clifton. Um, what series didn't we talk about yesterday? Let's see. How about mm. Memphis Lakers? You've got Knicks Ew. Cavs. We got... Ooh, Knicks Cavs. Knicks Cavs. Celtics Hawks. Great and you got Miami Milwaukee. We're not talking about Celtics Hawks. You All right, you want to go Knicks Cavs? You want to go Knicks Cavs? Yeah. yeah. How well, are we feeling about this it. one? Love it. I love it from the standpoint of I love what the Knicks did in game one. They were the physical. They were the veteran team. Brunson had just come off a conference finals. He's playing against a point guard in Darius Garland who's never been in the postseason, and he did what he was supposed to do, cooked his ass, right? And um, you go and look at Julius Randle, who's, who's been in the postseason. What did he do to Evan Mobley and, and, and Jared Allen? Cook they as they were, and when I say this, is not that it wasn't competitive. It's just that you could see their experience of the the intensity going up, and for the Cavs team to be the number one defense and all this other stuff, and to get out rebounded like fifty one to thirty seven with that size that you got killed on the glass. And so the best thing about Game Two is you got to find out about the Cavs, not the Knicks. Because the Knicks were going to do what the Knicks mm. are going to do. They're going to be aggressive. They're going to be physical. They're going to hit the glass because they're not great shooters. So they hit the glass. And the Cavs, they ate that shit. They was like, oh, okay, we adjust. And it goes up another level. So all of these guys that had that you know tough game one, imagine what, like, I saw Luke Walton last night, and he was like, boy, the garden is going to be lit. It's like if you have, like, a playoff game in the garden – Oh, it's going to be so much fun, and this Knicks team is good. So I'm just saying that the Cavs answered the call in game two. They answered the call, and I think Darius Garland's going to have to be more of a score first because he's one of the few guys that can shoot. Yeah, over the course of the season, bro, get everyone involved. Next time, like, remember what Kobe told Shaq, you want, you want the ball, fucking go get it off the rim. You know, so Darius has got to score. Not the 30, but he's got to be a score first guy and bring that attention and then it'll make it easy because he's normally a distribute play the game you got to be ultra aggressive if you're Darius Garland it can't be Donovan Mitchell fucking counted on for 30 to to 40 every night you got to last last game he had a night off and Darius took it and and he's got to give him one or two more of those in 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 this postseason because if they both balling they can't they can't be beat you guys well, know I mean, me. I'm even more biased fan. as a Cavs fan. I grew up a Cavs fan, so I am not even trying to hide it. Do you think that but you're from Indiana going in? That is a lie. Do you think that the Cavs will be able to handle the Garden here in the postseason? Oh yeah, oh, yeah? yeah. All they got to do is win one. All they got to do is win one. You if act like Cavs that's easy. Fan, you got to steal one back. No, no, no. But it, it is. It is. If you're a Cavs fan, if you're a Cavs fan, this is what you're thinking. Okay. Our guys are probably going to struggle with the intensity in game three. If they if they handle the intensity that first game, it's trouble for the Knicks. But if you're a Cavs fan, you're like, okay, let's yes. say we lose game one. Our guys are a little rattled, right? Just the garden, the intensity, whatever, the energy. And so, okay, but then game two, same way we answered the call like we did. We're used to this environment. Now we go back to Cleveland. You got to win that game, must win game, blah, 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 game five winners, oh, yeah. whatever. Then game six, you go back and your guys have experienced the garden two times. They've experienced it. It's not as much looking around and energy. It's just like, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, that would be the formula. Okay. If we split up there on this first two, now we're in a perfect position 
and it's laid out for us to do everything that we need. So I think the pressure is still on the Knicks. The Knicks got to go. They got to try and go win two. And I think they can, but they are physical. And when that doesn't work, they get more physical. And when that doesn't work, they get more physical. They ain't got a lot of tricks in their bag, but they're very good at what they do. I think the thing is funny is that Donovan Mitchell scores 40 and they lose. He, as a player, as a player he is, goes, okay, for us to win, I need to be more the facilitator when I get double teamed. So then you look at all his assists he had. What's wrong, man? He turned his on. Sorry, come here. Good Lord, girl. I'm right here. No, no, you can't play right here. Go, get out of here. I'm working. <laughs> Shut the door. Yeah, Shut beat it, kid. Said, I'm going to play right here. I started saying that. To, I started saying that to Phoenix. I started saying that to Phoenix, right? Like, like beat it, kid, right? Uh, and then he started saying it to other kids. So he I told to his stop. teacher. No, no, I didn't tell his teacher. He, <laughs> so Phoenix, so my my youngest is hyper intelligent from the stand. Like, like Richard is very like emotionally intelligent. Phoenix is very like energy intelligent. Like he knows who he he tries to push those limits. I don't know where he got that from. But he's very like I have to st- I had to stop saying the sarcastic stuff to him because he just like he he walked upstairs with a straight face and there was like six kids playing downstairs and he was like, "Hey, daddy, somebody broke the the championship trophy, not the championship trophy. You know the big like um, champagne bottle we got with the Cavs thing on it, that yeah. really big one." He's like, "Daddy, they were down there playing," and there was like a bunch of kids. So I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, I told them not to play with it. They were," di-. and I was like thinking to myself, "I'm like." Well, I want to, there's six kids down there and it's a ton of glass. I don't want to. So I get up and he's like, ah, I got you. And I'm like, what the, <laughs> what the fuck, bro? What? Like, I was like, I, I don't like, yeah, you got me, dude. Get, beat it, kid. Like, get, like, <laughs> beat, like it, beat, kid. beat it, kid. Like, that's the shit. He, I'm sitting there watching the game and there's like, oh, we sent the kids downstairs to go watch a movie. And he walks up by himself just to fuck with me and say, hey, dad. <laughs> They, they they broke your your championship champ and he's six and i'm like what what do you and i was like is everyone else? like and so i get up and he's like ah, i'm just messing with you it's like <laughs> that's funny wait i'm gonna get back on my uh casting yeah. in a second richard are you growing out your playoff beard too no are you gonna no, grow out a playoff no, beard? No, no 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 game is in game is in. i have to leave here in in two hours that i'll shave get dressed was, suited and booted bitches. richard that was that was channing's um to you to ask him about his playoff beard. He's been growing it out. What? Where? <laughs> Two weeks, dog. You see right here. Look. I got a lot of neck here. It's all there. You see it? It just grows really light. Don't you call that you got... peach fuzz? Yeah, yeah. That beard looks this like... Two girl. weeks. That beard looks like the girl from Two Amazon, weeks? that Amazon commercial. Oh, my gosh. That's okay. what I'm saying. No. I'm not, I'm not making fun of anybody. I'm just saying that's how oh. thin it is. No, I'm making fun of Channing. I thought that was a yeah, great I'm like, that's, description. I'm like, that's how fucking thin it is. In that commercial, <laughs> which which commercial is more confusing? Like the the or which commercial do you find most more interesting? That one or the horror movie that they keep playing while my kids are watching basketball games? The horror movie. Oh, I can't mom. wait to that see Jessica that movie Biel? on Friday. Though. It looks like a great movie. Oh. It looks like a great movie. It looks. It, look, it looks like it's a great movie. Cannot wait. It's super. Fake. It says rated like, R. Yeah, you guys are showing a rated R. Like my kids are having nightmares watching a a, a two thirty in the afternoon basketball game. Evil Dead Rise. Yeah, it's about somebody's mother 
Yes. And learning you're like, just your fairy the kids. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck, guys? Like, I'm just like, yeah. yeah. Use it as a like, learning lesson. It's a movie. Your your children yeah. are also coming up the stairs and lying to you about something that's happening yeah, in the basement. No, just to get your ass off the couch. Lying so. and, and then the Amazon the Amazon commercial, <laughs> my kids are just like my my the Amazon commercial is great. And I'm like, well, no, son, it's just about, you know, embracing your embracing your uniqueness. That's that that's what that commercial is about, trying, you know. And there there's like, why is she dancing and, and no one else can hear the music? I'm like, buddy, because she just just beat it, kid. Just like I'm not gonna explain. <laughs> Just, you know, like the only thing that they see is that she's dancing by herself and no one else can hear it. And I was like, I don't, I don't know, son. I don't know. We gotta, we gotta talk to I, to be, that. to be fair to your children right. though, I actually had the same thoughts for, for a couple of times that I saw the episode. She's like, oh, yeah. this is unique. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. Oh, okay. You do you, boo. But back <laughs> to Cavs. I thought Evan Mobley responded well. Uh, I thought, well, okay. What the fuck was Julius Randle doing in down 23 like play dumb games, you're gonna win dumb do, prizes. Do not I like I, I was disappointed. Stop it. I was disappointed to hear him say anything about that play by Jared Allen. I was disappointed. I like because I, I respect Julius Randle and how you know tough he is. This man doesn't miss games, he doesn't do that. But like, bro, up by twenty, why are you going to dunk? Two, up by twenty, why are, down by twenty, why are you still in the game, right? So he's making a defensive play the way you are. It wasn't, this wasn't like Dylan Brooks. It was, it was a legit block shot from one of the biggest, best yeah. shot blockers in the league. He's right next to you. And like, he's like maybe a half step behind, but he's right next he's to you. He's seven foot moving like a train. And he's trying to go make a fucking play. Because if he gets that block, the arena goes fucking crazy. He did what he was supposed to do. You did what you were supposed to do. You landed. You shouldn't have been in the game. That ain't Jared Allen's fault. You saw both coaches took both day players out the game right as soon as that play happened. It was like, oh yeah, yeah, well, okay, okay, we fucking around. First of all, like, what? <clears throat> same same thing, JB, yeah, JB, JB Bickerstaff. What the fuck is Jared Allen doing in the game? Fucking with two minutes ago, and I know he was probably about to get subbed out, but I think both coaches took a moment. Was like, all right, yeah, uh, the that fuck. was stupid. That, that's stupid. Yeah, but we were beat up by twenty. Either one of those guys get a sprained ankle. Any one of those, either one of those guys, the series is 100% favorite to the other team. One thing I love about T. Lou, and this is for people on the bench, if we were getting blown out one game, T. Lou would call that bench by the third quarter and put his bench guys in. Because that he would say, like, he'd be like, Richard, do you want to play? Richard's like, fuck yeah, I want to play. <laughs> I want to get really rid of him. I want to feel this. Right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, T. Lou's yeah, an over- we're- T. Lou is an over communicator, and it's amazing. Yeah, it like I could do not play in Golden State. Yeah, and it was like, do you want to get in? And then, dude, I said, ah, they really much. I said, I'll get in, but this like this ain't me here, right? Like, I'm more of a watercolor painting. This is a a realism. Yeah, right. This is a realism. Yeah, Richard was going dumb hard, dumb hard, dumb hard. I was going (laughs) no, but I've talked about that. I've talked about it. It was because Steve Kerr busted us in that 01, 02 series against the Spurs. So I went into that series thinking that like, hey, the seventh, eighth, ninth men are gonna have an impact. So when fucking we were getting blown out by 20 games, I was going dumb hard, as hard as I could. Cause I was like, no, this isn't garbage minutes. This is rhythm minutes, let's go. 
and then Kevin gets gets a concussion. Now I had been going so hard in these seven, eight minutes of garbage time that for me to transition to a starter was easy. I just had to keep going just as hard as I was going in that garbage time. And if it wasn't for me playing so hard in that garbage time, maybe T. Lou doesn't be like, well, who's going to start instead of Kevin? Oh, shit. Richard's been playing hard as fucking going. So, like, that's the thing, man. Like, T. Lou is an over communicator. And that is that is one of the best things that you can have as a coach. And the best at it. T. Lou uses fewer words to <laughs> say more than anyone I have In ever met. Yeah. Be like, hey, some- y'all. What, what, and then you just know. Like, oh, we Oh, T. Lou's a dick, too, one time. Uh, no lie. It was Indiana, the second round series. Remember, Allie, I was so mad at myself. So mad at myself. Because I made so many mistakes. But, a lot. Oh, fuck you, bitch. No, no. It was a, <laughs> but, like, like T. Lou said it, like, before the timeout. Like, hey, as soon as we do it, blah, 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 call a timeout or something. Don't inbound the ball. Literally, two and a half minutes later, I went in the game. And it was like, it was like a short time. And it's like, as soon as it happened, like I inbound the ball, I did something stupid. We did a film session. We did a film session. You remember? It was just that one play. We we did a film session. We did a film session after like our Indiana win. We did a film session. We walked in. Hey, this is going to be quick. Hey guys, what did I say after, what did I say after we did did this? And everybody was like, and he showed me not do it. And it's like, all right, let's get on the court. Beat it, kid. Um, okay, uh, let's go. Speaking of Kevin, the Miami Milwaukee series, obviously, no Tyler Hero. Giannis doesn't play in game two. It's tied 1 1, heading to Miami, which is where you're heading to as well, Rich. Kevin! Kevin! Game one. Ball I see Get you. Get the friend. game ball. <clears throat> yeah, listen. Look, you know. Do hey. they have a chance? No. What? <laughs> The Tyler Hero <laughs> loss for them is worse than the Giannis loss. They would be better off. For sure. They, they would have a better chance if Giannis was playing and Tyler Hero were playing. They would have a, a, a slight bit. You lose Tyler Hero to a team that struggles to score and struggles to really, like, knock down shots at, at the rate and play at that pace. You lose a 20-point-a-game score, right? Like, that's – that's the, the Bucks got two other All-Stars. They got Drew Holiday mm-hmm. and Chris Middleton. And they're just missing and the Brooke Lopez. And they got like the like top three defensive. They got and they got balance. They're the, probably the best constructed roster. I would say, yeah, they're the best constructed roster in the league. I think Boston is close. Boston is a very close. Um, oh yeah, very yeah. Close. Boston is very close. But I still, I still, I still like, I still like the the construction of of you know because they got multiple bigs. They got a they got Portis off the bench. That's that's a a matchup problem. You got an elite elite defensive guard. You got a playmaker in fucking Middleton. Tons of shooting. You can rotate Jay Crowder, fucking Grayson Allen, Connington. You got a if one of these motherfuckers. If one is two for two in the first half and one's zero for four, we know who we going with tonight. Not a lot of teams have have that fucking expansive fucking menu to go out into a series with. Yeah. Let me ask you this. To when me, it comes Miami to Giannis, just don't shoot enough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was go, just going to say, when it comes to Giannis and, and all that you guys say about the Bucks, I think it's going to be a matter of, it sounds like a pain tolerance issue. If he's not at 100% and 100% for where we are in the season, right? Before this injury, does Milwaukee still have that favor and advantage in the East? Oh. Yeah. Oh, in the East? No. But this is where they're in a beneficial oh. spot. This is where they're in a beneficial spot. Don't play Giannis. 
if the Bucks win again tonight or win again continue on to rest Saturday, him. continue to rest them, bro. Get 100%. We'll take care of this. Now, where this becomes hurtful is now guys that are playing a ton of minutes that aren't accustomed to it and playing a different way. Not, I'm talking about they, that can wear them down in the long run, right? Yeah. That'll mm-hmm. wear, wear them down in the long run. Not short term. Short term, I'm fine. But like second round, if they get Philly, right? So, or no, not Philly. Second round, they'll get winner of Knicks Cavs. Knicks Cavs. Like that's still a position that I think that those that that the Bucks can win games without Giannis. So I, I'm just mm. merely saying, get that fucker 100 percent because you're playing now. If you get down and if you get down in the series, if you're down two one, okay, you got to he's got to play in game four. He's got like whatever yeah, you got to felt. But if you're up two yeah. one, wow. if they go and win, if you go and win two one, oh, he's not playing game four. Yeah. If they're up three one, he ain't playing game five, right? Like, and, and they have a roster to be able to handle that. Yes. Oh yeah, for sure. Now against they the Miami well. Heat, for sure. Okay. Yep. Against the little apple juice. They couldn't against. They couldn't against Boston. They couldn't do it against Philly. In the first round, you can weather storms with injuries. I don't know if they could do that versus Cleveland or the Knicks. To me, I think the Knicks are too physical. Right, and I think Jalen Brunson and I think Giannis would, instead of going to series six, they would sweep the Knicks. I think the Bucks would sweep the Knicks. But the I Knicks think the can't Bucks shoot. The Knicks can't trouble. shoot. The Knicks can't shoot. I don't know. Let me phrase that. They can't shoot at the rate that Milwaukee can. So I, you're right, Janet. You're right. You're right. I, but that would be one of those ones where, like, okay, he's still not a hundred percent. Let's give him game one. Right? Yeah, like let's, let's, let's give him game one. Okay. We're not gonna go down 0-2. So I I'm just more saying that the, the they're in a position where they can keep not playing him to let him get closer to a hundred percent. Correct. Right? Yeah, yeah, Versus, they yeah. got some monsters coming. Yeah, like you want him. It's like, bro, if they yeah. win if they win the next if they win, let's say he doesn't play on Saturday. If he plays Saturday, I assume he's closer to a hundred percent. Right? Right. If he's playing Saturday, because you're like you're it's you're fine. But if they're up 2-1 and, like, he doesn't play and he's up 2-1, I'm not playing in the next game. If it's tied 2-2, you're going to play back in Milwaukee. We'll do it there, and then we'll go there and get you ready for a possible game seven. All right, let's call a timeout on this episode right now. We're going to talk about our partners over at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. The NBA playoffs are in full swing, and you can get some extra skin in the game with Prize Picks. All first-time users that deposit and use the promo code ROADTRIPIN will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. That means if you deposit $100 using our sign-up code ROADTRIPIN, Prize Picks will give you $100. If you sign up with our code and deposit $50, bucks, Prize picks will give you $50. How does it work? Well, you pick between two and six players and select whether they will score more or less than their prize picks projections. You can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. Prize picks offers projections on any sport that you watch, including NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, UFC, PGA, college football, soccer, WNBA, esports, NASCAR, and much, much more. All right, let's get into my prize picks for Friday night, guys. All right, look, the Cavaliers are heading into MSG to take on the Knicks. You guys know this. The series is tied 1-1, and Donovan Mitchell has been tearing it up for Cleveland. So, prize picks is Spiders points total at 29.5 points. And we are picking Donovan Mitchell to score more than that amount in Game 3. Now, don't look at his last game where he only had 17 points. His minutes were down in a blowout. <laughs> Spiders scored 38 or more five of his last six games. Again, we're taking him to score more than 29.5 points. For our second pick on Friday night. Hang on, hang on. Channing, do you agree with that? Hell no! 
You don't think he's gonna I score? I had to look. I said, oh, look. No. You don't, you don't think he's going to score? I don't think he gets. Donovan no, Mitchell? No, I think he has 25 or under. Donovan Mitchell? I think he has 25 or under. They double-team him. They're going to double-team him and not let him play. Okay. In the garden, Donovan okay. Mitchell is from New York. All right. And wants great. to go and wants to ball out. They're going to double-team him. He's going to – I'm going Just, more than 29 and a half. We can start charting this shit who's right. <laughs> under. All right. I like that. All right. For our second pick on Friday night, we are staying with the game three Knicks and Cavs. We are taking Evan Mobley to grab more than nine and a half rebounds. Mobley has had a double digit uh, rebounds in the first two games, 11 rebounds in game one, 13 rebounds in game two. I'm going to look for that to continue. So again, our picks for Friday night, these are both for game three between Cavaliers and Knicks at Madison Square Garden. Our Donovan Mitchell to score more than 29 and a half points and Evan Mobley to grab more than nine and a half rebounds. All right, guys, before we close this out, I'm going to add one additional. You've got Celtics Hawks, Celtics with a commanding 2-0 lead heading to Atlanta. I'm going to take Al Horford less than six and a half rebounds. He's averaging 6.2 on the season. He had nine in game one. He had just four in game two. I'm going less than six and a half boards for Al Horford. Though it's fun on this episode for us to banter back and forth. At Prize Picks, you aren't competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available for that day's games. Prize Picks entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. You just saw how easy it was for Rich to make his picks. Prize Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Download Prize Picks today and play daily fantasy sports with the Road Trippin' Crow. Make sure to use the promo code Road Trippin' when you sign up. Calling all of our single road trippers out there, confidence is key when it comes to dating, but if you've struggled to find worthwhile connections, it can be difficult to feel your best when meeting new people. With Talkify, that's spelled T-A-W-K-I-F-Y, you'll feel confident that you're meeting someone special who is picked just for you. Talkify is the country's number one modern matchmaking service that's designed to help you achieve relationship success. They're trusted compatibility specialists, hand-select successful and compelling candidates so you can date consciously and productively. Here's how it works. The Talkify matchmakers meet with you to learn about what you're looking for in a partner. Then they'll select and screen potential match candidates for you doing background checks, video interviews, and asking the tough questions that are just too awkward for first dates. From there, your matchmaker plans your date instructions and handles all communications for you, creating a safe and stress-free dating experience. Talkify is committed to finding your match. 80% of matched clients met their person within the first 12 matches. And right now, Talkify is offering all road tripping listeners 20% off when you become a client at talkify.com slash road tripping. That's T-A-W-K-I-F-Y.com slash road tripping for 20% off when you become a client. So head over to Talkify.com slash road tripping today. Hey, road trippers, if you're looking to catch your favorite teams and concerts live and in person, you need to download the Game Time app. Richard Channing and I are always looking for the best prices on game tickets, and we're usually buying them on the day of the event. We don't have to stress if our game or event is starting in a few hours. It's actually the best time to buy thanks to the Game Time app. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater shows near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun you're about to have. We love the added perks of the Game Time app, including flash deals, last-minute tickets, the seating map feature with panoramic views from your desired ticket location, and their lowest price guarantee. That's right, if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit your account 110% of the difference. Once you find the seats you want, you're just two taps away from getting tickets sent directly to your phone. It truly is that easy. So snag your next set of tickets without the stress on Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code ROADTRIPPIN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code ROADTRIPPIN for $20 off. 
Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Um, all right, let's shift back to the West. Grizzlies tie the series up at one all without John Morant. Uh, 10 point win on Wednesday against the Lakers. Dylan Brooks was pretty much the guy that came out of all of this with what he had to say about LeBron. Um, in his face on several occasions, nothing new throughout the course of the game called LeBron old after the game went on to say that he pokes bears. He doesn't respect anyone until they give him 40, um, game three on Saturday here in LA. What's your, what's y'all's take on this series right now? Anthony Davis, I think when you talk ingenious. about efficiency. Oh, okay. I think Dylan Brooks is ingenious. If Braun goes out and his mission is to just go get 40. If, if he would fall for that ploy, Right. If Braun went to go, just go get 40. You're not highlighting Anthony Davis. And we all know when Anthony Davis has a good game, they have their best chance of winning. Anthony Davis and D'Angelo Russell were not at their best last game. Right. Braun is old. Motherfucker's 38. That's old. He's been playing basketball 20 years. He is old. Is he amazing? Yes. But if Braun goes and tries to get 40 points just out of spite for Dylan Brooks, He's going to fuck up the Lakers. He ain't falling for I know, that but shit. I'm saying, yeah. I know that's what I'm saying, but yeah. everyone's like, don't fall for that. I would do the same thing if I'm Dylan Brooks. Yeah, yeah, score on me all the time. Like, we're like, we've seen this before. What does Dylan Brooks have to lose? They're not supposed Nothing. to win. Jaw is hurt. That Brandon Clark is out. Steven Adams is out. He should, it was very similar to me as the Pat Bev. Um, Golden State Clippers series a few years ago where Pat Bev was guarding Kevin Durant and all the antics and talking all the shit. And like, like KD was just like, man, that's just Pat Bev. That's just like, and that's just Dylan Brooks. Like, I don't, I don't feed into it. That's Dylan Brooks. That's what he wants to do. Literally, we watch guys like Draymond and, 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 and we watch Lance Stevenson. We watch guys do this shit, you know, for, for Dennis Rodman, you know, like, Anthony Mason, I can go back years of guys, Rashid Wallace, just shit starters, Ron Artest, right? Guys that are going to do, you remember when Ron Artest pulled down, pulled down, was it Paul Pierce's pants, right? Like Lance Stevenson, like the antics are always going to be there. So I think Dylan Brooks is doing what he's supposed to do. I don't feed into it. I don't like, what do you think about LeBron being old? Is LeBron being disrespected? It's like, bro, this is basketball. He's doing that. He knows they're not supposed to win. So make it about yourself. And look, if he D's up, if he plays well, then good for him. But we know what he's doing. They have zero chance to win. So make it about yourself. You got a chance to, well, when I say they have zero chance to win the series, in my opinion, without all three of those guys. And if they do win the series, well, then he was fucking right. And then we got to listen to him for the next round. Hey, I will say this. I was right. Who is the MVP on the Memphis Grizzlies? His name has three of the same letters. Jaron fucking Jackson Jr. Bitch, that's not a hot take. (laughs) It's their MVP. Everyone puts all this thing. John Morant is special. He's not the MVP. He's not the soul of that team. How can you call him an MVP when the series tied 1-1? No, no, I'm saying for the Memphis Grizzlies, to their team. Right? Oh, when Jaron oh, Jackson Jr. Oh, okay. isn't playing, like John Morant doesn't play and they seem to play better. Now that might be a better is not Jones the right thing. word. Better is not the right word. More efficient. We're, we're the ball moves more. I know what you're I know what I know what the point that you're the trying to make. The ball moves more because that's just Tyus Jones's style of basketball. The ball and don't need to move. We, when you got job. 
True. Okay, but hey, listen. But there is something to be said when your team is thirty-two and thirteen when Jaw is out and Tyus is in, and he leads the league for five straight years. This is to turnover ratio. Yeah. Yes, but they will not be contenders without Ja Morant. They would not be the number two team in the Western Conference, and possibly a number. What were they last year? The three seed last year. Yeah. Three seed, two seed. They are that Mm -hmm. because of. Jaw, and because of the construction of their team, you take Jaw off this, they're still a very, very good team. You take, you yeah. take, you take Giannis out. You take Giannis out. The Bucks can still fucking win this series. There's, if you were to take Giannis out of this series and just give this Bucks roster, this Bucks roster without Giannis is has a better roster than than the Miami Heat. You got two All Stars and a Defensive Player of the Year and tons of shooting, Six Man of the Year candidate and and Bobby Portis like their roster without Giannis is still better than the Miami Heat now that doesn't mean that they're going to win and dominate them by obviously Jimmy Butler and these guys are but they have a better roster yeah it don't mean that they don't mean that they would be a championship contender but they have a better roster. where is I watched the game and I wasn't really paying attention to like the stats too much Dennis Schroeder getting hurt hurts a lot Right, or being somewhat injured, or whatever this deal is, Anthony Davis. Like, who are you? Right, there's so much, there's so much, and it's not, there's so much attention on him right now defensively. He is the like, he is balling defensively. Yeah, he's balling the blocks. Oh, totally. totally. However, yeah, yeah, but the efficiency can't win a game in this corner with him. Yep. No, you, yep. Yeah, you can't win a game with Braun being your high high scorer. Mm-hmm. To me, yeah, is it okay? To me. Really quickly, can Bra- we ask? A Braun has thirty and they lose a game before. Braun has not thirty, and Anthony Davis leads the team in scoring and they win. Rui, so like, can we ask a question? <laughs> yes, legitimately, is there anything about Anthony Davis's game that? on the offensive end, on the offensive end, that you can point to and say, you can't stop him. Uh, right? Yeah, because I'm saying, let, let's let's go down the lane. Giannis in transition. You, you can't, you got to build a wall. There's nothing you can do. If you're not, he's going to dunk on you every damn time. There's nothing you can do. If you double team him, he's got shooters around him. You got to build a wall. Like, that's what you look at when you think about Giannis. When you think about Embiid, you're like, that motherfucker on the block, we got to send a double team every time. Elbow. And he's going to pick us apart. Yeah. Or he's going to put him on the elbow. Let me just quickly finish. When you look at Braun, when you look at these other players, what part of Anthony Davis's game do you look at and be like, I don't know how we're going to stop this. This is going to be our game plan. If this game plan don't work, we got to go something. So because he's not one of those guys, in my opinion, he has an all-around game. He's huge and athletic and can make plays and can catch lobs and can do. he can do all of these things. But, like, is there anything that you look at and you're like, we can't stop this. How do we game plan against this? Not with Jaron Jackson Jr. guarding him. No. With any player. With, in any player, in my opinion. In any player in the league. No, he would, he would fuck up Gobert. He would fuck up Gobert. The one, I, thing, I, the one thing is, like, as we watch other players, too. For example, when AD has his mid-range going, whether mm-hmm. it's baseline or the – I don't think he can be stopped. Now, granted, that's one-on-one. But the one thing I don't think you can ignore is for much, especially the last six to eight weeks of the season, no matter the opponent, 
AD has drawn double teams almost every time. Yeah, agreed. Almost agreed. every time. Because and they so know you can they shoot know have shooters. You don't have my, shooters. It's not it's, necessarily he's the best. My point here is you to think that you can stop Anthony Davis, you're not going to send two, three guys at him multiple times if you think you can. Yes, you would. Yes, you would. Yes, you would. Yes, because you would. yes, you would. Because one, you don't have yes, shooting. Two, if he is not a, if he is not a big part of the offense, the Lakers, uh, the Lakers go down a whole notch. You can double team the shit out of Embiid, or you can try and double team it, but they pick you apart because they have shooting and they but got that's, great players. But around. that's because they think that that's the only way to stop him. Correct? No, 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 no. That's the way to stop the Lakers. That's not the way to stop yeah. Anthony Davis. Yeah, but I'm right? answering your question. About Anthony no, 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 Davis, no. how he yes, can but, be stopped. But, yes, but my point is, is like if if Anthony Davis were to catch the ball twenty five times on on the mid range, that's mm-hmm. not Giannis in transition. That's not Embiid on the block. That's not Jokic at the free throw line. Jokic at the free throw line, you're like, fuck. What do we do with this yeah. fucker, right? Because he's going to pick you apart. He's got the best footwork, and I will stand by this. He has as good footwork as Hakeem Olajuwon, if not better. If not better. Footwork on the block. As good, as good, as good, if not better, on the block. He's got that, right? Now, like, obviously, what what Hakeem Olajuwon can do defensively, but what Jokic can spread the floor and shoot threes and the way he passes. But footwork-wise, you get that fucker around the free throw line, you're fucked. Because he can shoot, yeah. he can fucking score, he can drop dimes, he gets offensive rebounds, he fucking does all sorts of weird shit. So all I'm saying about Anthony Davis is that I can't point to an aspect of his game that you're like, we can't stop this and we have to game plan against this. Now, if we double team Anthony Davis, the Lakers don't have shooting, and then it keeps Anthony Davis down and it forces other guys to beat us. That's a normal game plan you do against fucking Carl Anthony Towns. Like... Make Carl Anthony Towns a passer. He doesn't want to like. So you're saying that no one fears Anthony Davis, basically. I'm not saying no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying when we talk about Anthony Davis being dominant for a playoff run, it's and and being the best player for this team. His numbers can be still be very good, but I'm talking about from an approach standpoint. There's nothing to point at and say that this is his thing. He's just an all around player. He's an all around impact player. But there's not one thing that we can point at and say, this motherfucker, like Braun, you know what Braun, you knew what Kobe was, you knew what Tim Duncan was, you go down the list, so you know what the fuck Steph is. We don't want Steph to shoot threes, that motherfucker gets off 12 a game, and our entire game plan is trying to stop him from shooting threes. Alec, can I say this? I think we need to have a basketball conversation offline, yes. No, no, no. Kidding, yes, here's a can. basketball thing. Here's, why, why, here's why a basketball offline? thing. Why offline? Why this? Alec, yes. Anthony Davis is is exceptional defensively mm-hmm. and needs and has shown through history if he is not showcased he is not half as effective on either end so if he is getting the ball and you change his mind into I'm just a passer and a facilitator you lower what he's doing right so mm-hmm. there were guys that would come into games we would know your six man usually is your score our defender was J.R. Smith. Can J.R. handle him? Absolutely. It had less to do with the defense than his mentality. If he catches the ball and he knows he's going to get double teamed, he's going to either hold the ball and be passive or he's going to hold the ball or try to make some play to go shoot quick. 
So you've changed his thinking to I'm playing basketball to I have to now beat two people to get my numbers. So Mm -hmm. maybe Anthony Anthony Davis's bag does not lend itself, neither does his teammates, lend itself to just allow them to play regular basketball. Does that make sense? So I would never, with that shooting, never let Anthony Davis get comfortable whatsoever. Not because I'm afraid of him or I don't respect him, but because I want anybody else (laughs) to show me and that's what they said about Rui Achimura. Hey, wonderful. We wanted Rui. You did it. Do it again. Yeah, you did it. Do it again. And he didn't. Mm-hmm. Right? He had a good game. He did. But now he had a he good had game, plus. but not yeah, not good enough to win. <laughs> that's that's what's crazy. So why is Ali? Why is Ali at these things? That's my question. Why is no, no, no. I'm, I'm actually no, 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 no. I'm not annoyed, and I respect the hell out of what you guys are saying. I think I just needed to be on the same page. Basically, you're saying there's not one aspect. Rather, what you said in totality, Anthony Davis is a is a phenomenal basketball player on all levels. But there's not yes, one yeah. part of his game that his is going to dominate. Is what makes, his That's versatility all. is what yeah. makes him great. His versatility yes. makes him yes. great. Makes he him outstanding. Yeah. He, he does, does that. Like, he there's does not that. one thing yes. that you can point to, but like he's he's above he's, average. He's at very very good at a lot of things, which not a lot of players are. But there's a couple of players that are great. At like yeah, one yeah, okay. thing that makes yeah. them that smooth. I was confused like, okay. as to why I played basketball for twenty years and I could not understand what you guys were saying. <laughs> why we were on the same pitch? It's yeah, me. No I, I thought we um, um, it. No, it was great. It was great. But you're talking one single thing, one dimension of his game that is going to yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like and, KD, and, where are you double teaming KD? Where are you double? You have to double team him at half court, or is he just going to score? Right, yeah. like Joel Embiid, yeah. you double team him. You saw what happened last game. Unless you have two big grown men to double team him, he going to dunk on you. And, and the shitty part for Anthony Davis is this: we have to compare him to the top ten players in the league because he's that Always. great. So when we're mm-hmm. when I'm saying Giannis, when I'm saying Jokic and Embiid and Ja and Steph and and you know Jason Tatum or Kawhi or you know like when I'm KD, when we're saying these names, it's because he's in that class, right? But the thing that his versatility is what makes him in that class. But the thing that we kind of like question here and there is like, well, what is the thing that they're, that he's just going to be like, yo, but one night it might be rebounding. One night it might be block shots. One night it might be shooting one night. That's it. That's his game. But it's hard to depend on versatility as your number one guy. If you can't point to that thing. And it is a different night and day situation with Anthony Davis when his versatility is aggressive versus yes. maybe more finesse. Yes. So, I, I like um, how are you going to be aggressive if you know you're going to get double teamed? Like, aha. Then you look selfish. Aha. Then you look selfish. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> let us know if you thought this conversation was good ass cheeks or bad ass cheeks. That is another edition of Road Tripping. <laughs> Squishy cheeks. cheeks.